Today is Wednesday, June 2nd, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Wednesday, breezy and partly cloudy, highs 80 to 85, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear with lows in the mid-50s, west winds 5 to 15, gusting up to 30 in the evening. Thursday, windy, sunny in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. Highs 75 to 80, southwest winds 10 to 15, increasing to west 20 to 30 in the afternoon, gusting up to 45. Thursday night, breezy and cooler and partly cloudy. Lows 45 to 50, west winds 15 to 25, decreasing to 10 to 15 after midnight. Friday, windy and cooler, partly cloudy in the morning, becoming mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain showers, high 60 to 65. West winds 10 to 20, increasing to northwest 20 to 30 in the afternoon. Friday night and Saturday, breezy and partly cloudy, lows around 45, high 65 to 70. Saturday night through Sunday night, mostly clear, lows 45 to 50, highs around 75. And Monday through Tuesday of next week, mostly clear, highs 80 to 90, lows around 55. Let's move on to local news, and we'll start with some breaking news. Haver Fire Chief Mel Paulson told new media broadcasters this morning that he is resigning effective tomorrow. He's served as Fire Chief here in Haver for five years, and has served with the city for 27 years. Paulson also said that Assistant Fire Chief Nate Courtnage is also stepping down, but that he has not tendered a resignation letter yet, and has not set a date of resignation. It is unclear what the future of leadership in the Haver Fire Department will be now. We've reached out for further comment to Paulson, Courtnage, and Mayor Doug Kerker, and once we hear back and have more information, we'll make sure to pass it along. Again, breaking news, Haver Fire Chief Mel Paulson is resigning effective tomorrow. Officials with Haver and Hill County convened Tuesday morning to discuss potential tweaks to county ordinances, including fixing the procedure of how to respond to animal bites in order to prevent the spread of rabies. Currently, procedures outlined in county ordinances regarding animal bites only deal with dogs, not cats and ferrets. However, the state statute says that all three of these animals must be dealt with when bites occur in order to prevent the spread of rabies, so some sort of action must be taken, according to Health Officer Kim Berg. Berg said it is their duty, as outlined in state law, to investigate all reported dog, cat, and ferret bites. She said it is crucial they receive reports in a timely manner so they are able to serve the public. The need for a proper procedure was also mentioned by Sanitarian Clay Vincent and Sheriff Jamie Ross. Both said they often don't hear about bites until several weeks after the fact. A Haver woman has been sentenced to 10 years in prison, five suspended, after pleading guilty to three drug charges. Curie Michelle Bachmeyer, 34, was sentenced in Hill County District Court Monday by Judge Katie Snipes-Ruiz after admitting to the felony counts of criminal possession of dangerous drugs with intent to distribute and criminal possession of dangerous drugs. Bachmeyer was given two five-year consecutive sentences with the Department of Corrections, but one of those is suspended. As part of the agreement, Bachmeyer admitted to being in possession of meth and other drugs, as well as a pipe. The incident occurred on April 13, 2021, after a traffic stop was initiated on a vehicle she was sitting in and which was registered to her. Bachmeyer is now in custody. Bachmeyer was placed in custody after the hearing. Turning to state news... A Wolf Point man who admitted to fatally shooting another man in the back on the Fort Peck Reservation was sentenced Tuesday to 16 years in prison and five years supervised release. Doratello DJ Juan Fisher, 37, pleaded guilty in November 2021 to second-degree murder. Chief U.S. District Judge Brian M. Morris presided. The government alleged that on November 27, 2020, Fisher shot the victim in the back with a 22 caliber rifle, killing him. Fisher had been driving around Wolf Point, drinking alcohol with his girlfriend and other person that evening. 
While driving down an alley, Fisher told his girlfriend to stop the car, and he then got out. The victim was standing outside of a residence near the alley. Fisher shot the victim in the back with a 22 caliber rifle, got back into the vehicle with his girlfriend, and sped away. The rifle was never found. The victim was transported to Trinity Hospital in Wolf Point, where he was pronounced dead. The cause of death, a single gunshot wound to the back. The shooting occurred following a November 24, 2020 incident at a Wolf Point bar, where law enforcement responded to the victim brandishing a firearm and pointing it at Fisher. The day before Fisher shot the victim, Fisher used social media to communicate with another individual about the victim pointing the gun at him. Fisher said that he was planning on, quote, coming to town to go hunting, end quote. Kaiser Health News reports that a bipartisan U.S. Senate agreement negotiated after high-profile mass shootings in Texas, New York, and Oklahoma lacks gun access restrictions that advocates say are needed to prevent such attacks. But the deal's focus on mental health has raised hopes and doubts that it will help reduce gun suicides, particularly in western rural states with wide-open gun laws. Montana, Wyoming, Alaska, and Idaho perennially rank highest among states in gun suicide rates. And despite research that concludes stringent firearm safety laws help curb gun violence, lawmakers in those states have long rejected restrictions that experts say would reverse those decades-long trends. Ten Republican senators signed on to a framework that includes a provision that would help fund red flag laws, which allows courts to temporarily confiscate firearms from people deemed a threat to themselves or others. Nineteen states and Washington, D.C. have such laws. If all 48 Democrats in the Senate and the two independents who typically vote with them are in agreement, that group would be large enough to overcome any filibuster and pass the bill. The deal also includes enhanced background checks for people younger than 21 and significant investment in mental health and telehealth resources. A draft of the bill was released Tuesday. Conservatives in Congress, mirroring their counterparts in those Republican-led states, are resisting sweeping policies that would restrict access to guns, such as raising the minimum age for purchasing AR-15-style rifles to 21. Proposals to change age limits emerged after guns of that type were used recently in an elementary school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, a grocery store shooting in Buffalo, New York, and a hospital shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, taking a look at wheat prices for today, once again, another big drop in prices. For Hill County, daily prices per bushel, winter wheat $10.09, spring $10.89. Blaine County, winter wheat $9.99, spring $10.78. Liberty, winter $10.14, spring $10.83. Shoto, $10.09 for winter, $10.83 for spring. And for Phillips, $9.94 for winter, $10.73 for spring. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Irene L. Rena Parisian, 81, passed away due to natural causes at a residence Monday, June 20th. Graveside services will be held 2 p.m. today, that's Wednesday the 22nd, in the Box Elder Cemetery. Jesse McKay O'Malley passed away after a brief illness April 1st. Services will be held at Highland Cemetery this Saturday, June 25th, 10 a.m. Reception to follow at the Best Western Plus from noon to 5 p.m. Memorial Service and Celebration of Life for Linda Sap Dumas will be held at the Church of God in Big Sandy this Saturday, the 25th at 11 a.m. A luncheon will follow. Patricia A. Meldrum, 77, passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center Wednesday, June 15th. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be 2 p.m. Tuesday, July 12th, 2022 at Fifth Avenue Christian Church. Isla McClenahan will officiate. Burial to follow in Highland Cemetery. And that is going to do it for this Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening. And remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Wednesday and stay safe out on the roads.